brother Carlos Smith. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Men Making Everything Necessary. Today I'm giving another men's thought. And my thought today I would like to really convey is you have to trust God sometimes, even when it goes against your reality. And what I'm saying is this though that things are physical, though some things that you see there are just given. I mean, there are intricate parts when it comes to understanding your walk with God. And no one can take each individual away from that. But I do understand that this walk was not designed to be walked alone. Though salvation in the end, God, will you have to answer solely yourself. But it wasn't designed to, to travel alone. Um, many a times we, we misunderstand that. We figure because we're men, we're we're supposed to move, we're supposed to lead, and we're supposed to be this immovable solo block. But last time I checked, even the president has a vice president and several overseers around him. Even a pastor has an assistant preacher, a ministerial staff, deacons, bishops, and elders. Even a team has a captain and a co-captain. Only a dictator is the only one. So sometimes I feel that we have to really take the time to look at this. Now, I'm not going to apologize for my approach because sometimes milk is needed and sometimes meat is needed. In order to get somewhere, sometimes we got to ask the question and have the hard talks. Sometimes it's you, sometimes it's me. So in order to begin to build a better foundation, we must begin to understand where we're at and how to go about doing it. As a man, companionship is, is what's needed. I'm not referring to my wife and my kids. I'm talking about my homeboys, my boys, my people, the people around me. Now, I've changed that circle, but I still need that companionship. And sometimes we feel that that's weak. And I don't get that. And I don't understand. I need you. You need me. What's wrong with supporting one another in the right manner? See, we never said that when we were trying to holler those chicks back in the day. Let's be honest. We knew. You had no problem with it. No problem at all. But then when it comes to finding support in the work for yourself, knowing that now that you know God and you want to start that walk, the, the vulnerability of showing yourself it doesn't come that easy and I'm not trying to hold a candle to anyone but what I am saying is that sometimes somebody needs to hear it need to hear that you hurt that you got upset that you were unpleased that you're unhappy or that you were happy that you were excited someone need to hear you say guess what brother I love you and I do care and then you act on that someone needs to see that because throughout our lives we've had that issue and that problem it, it really it really boggles me sometimes about that but you really are in charge of your own destiny you know what harm does it do to reach out to a brother and then keep that commitment what's wrong with holding each other accountable I, I, I really don't it's like sometimes when you deal with these situations we pull humanity from God we want to leave him God but we want to take humanity from him like he didn't go through and suffer in the form of Jesus Christ human he cried he got upset he got hungry 
why is it that when we have these conversations we cannot relate those things into into ourselves with the combination of God you know it said in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God and the word was God I'm sorry so if the word was first and then the word became flesh then I'm not sure why is it that we have such a hard time matriculating that into reality see we can take what we see and make it tangible while we see it and everything's going good we can see the money but when the money gets low then we want to go to go to God we want to go to that mercy that grace that faith and what I'm trying to do is that let us move from that place and begin to try to establish something you know I'm going to speak on it a little bit but I'm going to talk about it later but it says faith I said walk by faith and not by sight you hear a lot in the Bible and that faith process and that sight process we tend to get them mixed up see that sight I'm not I'm not going to say it's not just fully talking about vision but it's more of a sensory part it, it's something that senses you know by sight by sound by see, taste touch and smell like uh, someone barbecuing when it smells just right that's it um when you could be doing a sport when you make that move or you turn the corner or you're dancing when you do that right move when you make music or make beats or make songs and you hear that right note those are different things that are 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 in front of you that are tangible you can touch them you can judge and measure them but faith is something you can't see it's something you have to put effort in something you have to establish which is hard when you can't see it but here's the beauty about that but when you feel it see faith to me is something that you surrender while establishing who you are because it challenges the the very fabric of your understanding see the money that you make to pay the bills keep the lights on you got that but what do you do when the money's not coming and the bills do that's where the faith piece come, comes in at. And see, what I, what, what I try to get is that I know we've learned and we've been taught the word of God, you know, trust, believe, have that faith, and then that's it. Nah, that's not exactly it. There's more to it than that. And sometimes you got to allow yourself to, you know what, let me honestly say, this is God, this is what I feel, this is what I think, and this is what I see. And God has no problem communicating with your reality because he controls all. He's the only one on this, that, that's in, currently I'm using earth because that's where I'm at, but only one on the earth that is not bound by reality, that does not have those restrictions or boundaries. So what I would like to try to, try to get you to analyze or get you to see is that what is your reality and what your reality is accept it I accept that but regardless of what your reality God is still God and sometimes because the reality is so much in our face and that is a trick of the enemy and it's easy to say that anyone speaking from a place that, that, that don't have the issue is different like for instance Someone with a home speaking to a homeless person, God can provide. It's simple that way, but it doesn't mean that they don't understand it. See, and here's where I want to um, try to do a fine line on. Many people say, "Oh yeah, you get it, you get me," but that's easy for you to say. You know, that's easy to talk because you got a job, but you don't understand the requirements that the job has for that person. 
it, it's so many different variables and we take so much time into looking at those variables that we miss God. And God has said, you know what, the variable is something that humans created. The variable is something that came from an understanding of what we do, not what God. And basically, I'm just talking. Um, I wanted to get so many things off my chest to think about it because sometimes our reality shapes how we view God. And God is simply saying, but I'm not reality. I'm greater. So why can we shape? Why do we shape him with that? You know, why do we say, you know, God, I believe you long as you do this for me, that for me. God, where are you at? We're looking for God to do what we are wanting him to do, which makes him my God or your God only. And he's not. He's everyone. But it's okay to want him to do for you. And that's where that personal connection comes from. See, when you start establishing connection, it's not <clears throat> moving into a place of being selfish. It's more or less saying that you're connecting with God about a better connection with him. Because wanting to get to know him and having him more in your life is different than wanting him to provide for you and give you stuff. You get it? So uh, that was just something on my mind I was thinking about. I'm going to um, start going forward. We're going to start going more in depth and start looking at issues and start really start having some hard conversations that are needed. Um, I'm looking forward to a segment. I have a, a young man who's um, who's willing to talk about his life, his issues, and some of the things that he's going through. Some things that as men that we just don't want to admit sometimes. You know, and he's ready to put it all on the table and have 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 that conversation. You know, and that's something that we're trying to do. We're trying to move into a space where God is simply saying, you know what? I hurt. Let's talk about that hurt. I'm hungry. Let's talk about the hunger. I need. Let's talk about need. I'm lonely. Let's talk about those things. Because in order to answer those questions, we first got to acknowledge that they're there. So I apologize if you um feel like the approach could be out of out of your boundaries or whatever the case may be by all means do what you feel is right but i know god is leading me to say guess what there's someone somewhere always going through something that you're going through if not going through worse so hold on remember how you was taught it's easy to always talk about how you was taught i remember god telling me i'm like god what to do what to do he said if i said something he said no then you you keep waiting keep standing Keep holding on. Alright? Remember, like I always say, we're men by birth. I mean, I'm sorry. We're males by birth, but men by choice. I love you guys. I look forward to hearing from you. Please, if you got anything, leave me a comment. Um, but we're still moving forward with this. I love you guys. Talk to you later.